Hello everyone, welcome back to Grown Ups the Podcast. Hi Ellie, how are you doing? Hi guys and girls, happy Monday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm doing. <laughs> guys, I'm in one of those like, if you don't laugh, you'll cry moods. The revision is revisioning, like, I don't know, I just feel in a trance. Yeah, shout out to everyone out there who's studying for something. I'd like it. You're not my only friend that's revising at, for something at the moment. Like, mm. it's a lot. Girl, do you know what? Guys, I can't even stand here and sit here in front because, like, my team have been next level. They've been like, don't worry about what to revise. Oh, that's so, so nice. Sis, they have been phenomenal. Like, luckily, they're not that busy at the moment because we're just coming out of summer. Like, they're just finding their feet again. Um, They've been bare nice. So I even feel bad about the fact that I might still fail and they've given me all this time. No, you are not failing, darling. Don't you worry. God forbid. God forbid. I had my mock today. And it was just intense. Like, I just can't elocute myself. What is elocute? What is elocute? Get get the the words off the tongue. Do you know what I mean? Wait, is that a word? Yeah. Sure. Are you gonna research it? Yeah, I am. She's questioning me, guys. It's better be a word. If it's not, I give up. I actually give up with life. Oh, no, wait. it's in the English dictionary. Yeah, do you know why I was spelling it so wrong? I was spelling it E L L E cute, but it's E L O cute. So who's the dumbest bitch of all? <laughs> Don't you worry, girl. Um, no, yeah, it's a word, and that is my struggle. I can't speak properly. So, because your exam, you have to actually—they ask you a question, you live, you have to answer it. Yeah. How long does that go on for? One whole hour. Aye, aye, aye. It literally felt like earlier. One hour later, I was like, <laughs> I can't. I was actually clock watching, and then at the end, he was like. It was like, just make sure that you listen to the question. I was thinking, bitch, I wasn't listening because I was looking at the clock. Like, is this over yet? How, but how did you find the questions? Like, was it terrible? Or did you actually know more than you thought? I knew more than I thought, which is good. But like, it just makes me deep how much work you do without actually realising what you're doing. Mm. It's only now. I'm so grateful for this experience. Like, <clears throat> you know, practising gratitude and that. It's only now <laughs> that... I'm being forced to actually understand what I'm doing. That I'm like, shit. I was advising all these clients on all this stuff, not knowing why. Yeah, do you know, it's that's my. I'm kind of entering that stage through now having to do my exams, my revision as well. And it's mm-hmm. like I've been saying this sentence, and I've never fully understood this sentence no. until today. <laughs> yeah, it's really scary. It's like. It's sending my brain into overdrive. I feel stressed. I feel confused. I feel like, what have I been doing for the past two years? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's fine. Um, Can I just say, your top is really giving today. I'm getting, like, spring, but also Christmassy Grinch kind of vibes. I'm loving it. Do you know, this is a co-ord, so I've got the shorts of these as well. And I found it in the charity shop for, like, £4. You and your charity shop stills. I just love it. I love a charity shop. I love one. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's really given. It looks so cozy. I'm kind of jealous. And if you can't see it, watch our YouTube, guys. <laughs> In it. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, girl? Sorry, I just rambled on. No, girl. I'm actually, I'm quite busy at work. Let me not front. 
<laughs> I am busy. You know, if you listen like season one, especially, I was like, never me to work past five, five oh two. The laptop is shut. No, it's a lie. It's a lie. When you actually start working, <laughs> it's and when do you know what it is? I've now got responsibilities that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And so when like before it's like something needs to be finished, I can finish it in the morning, it's okay. No, something needs to be finished today because I'm presenting it in the morning. Therefore, oh, I gross. have to finish it today. So I will be working late tonight. And I never thought this would be me. But here I am working late. This has been consistent. I've heard you say this two, two times, boy. I know. Oh, I hate it for me. I really, I do. No, but it's, but like it's momentary. It is. And you get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. so it's a means to an end it's a means to an end exactly on that note we've done our little roundup. we hope you guys can relate to what we're feeling right now actually i hope you can't i hope your lives are fucking fantastic <laughs> <laughs> and i'm really jealous um on that note we have our dumb bitch example as always you guys don't fail us come on keep sending them in we're loving them so Guys, this one's from one of our, like, guy listeners. Um, He said, I was once refitting a bathroom and I noticed one of the timbers looked rotten. I thought I'd lightly tread on it to assess the damage. And you guessed it, my leg went straight through. Managed to bag a few extra work days' work fixing the ceiling, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, so then I wonder, what happens in that instance? Do you charge the client for the repairs that you're going to have to do? Or is that on you? Is it my fault your ceiling's rotten? I don't know. I assume... I don't know. I'm not... Probably not. <clears throat> I I reckon the client pays because I'm just thinking if I go to the dentist and they're like doing a filling or something, but it ends up being a lot deeper than it is, they charge more because they had to do more work. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So probably peak. That is peak. Also, that's so scary. You're like going through the roof. That's so scary. <laughs> That is, that's actually, mate, I'd probably have a, I'd probably scream. That's the mad thing about me. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> and then come running like... Someone's here to fix your house and they're screaming because they've just put their, like, like, you'd think, what cowboy builder did I hire? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. As a, um, what would you call it? The customer. I'd kind of be like, bruv, I'm going to put my faith in this person. I'd be like, you rest up, it's okay, we'll get someone else to fix the ceiling. <laughs> can't be having that but um sorry on that note yeah of being a dumb bitch and making mistakes guys I was revising this week and one of the topics is um like ethics bribery and stuff like that and it reminded me of when I first started my job and basically I was like just thinking about bribes and stuff like that we were getting bids in on a site so like we were sending a site people were putting their bids in and I was showing someone around yeah, And I'd got the train and then the bus to the site. It was really bloody far away. It was like near Heathrow Airport. And he was like, oh, he was like, I don't get the bus. Like getting my taxi to the station. And I was like, all right, then I'm getting a taxi. And then I got in his taxi and it was only when I was in the taxi, I started panicking. And like, guys, I was so naive. I was like, this is a bribe. Like, is he paying for my taxi? Is he bribing me so that I give him the site? How dumb of like a five pound taxi. But... <laughs> yeah no I don't that's not a bribe girl I was panicking so then when we got to the station I was like oh my god because 
I was thinking like the guys have let me out by myself for the first time. Am I allowed to get in people's taxis? Is that unsafe? Is that really irresponsible? I actually remember I was full on panicking. So then when we got to the station, he was like, oh, okay, should we jump into the station and wait for the train? The trains are like every 20 minutes. I was like, I'm just going to grab a tea. So then I grabbed a tea. I'm sitting there panicking. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to call my sister and see what she says. Anyway, who pops up behind me? He's standing there behind me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I avoided him this whole journey home. And then when he said he was getting a tea because he was behind me, I was like, all right, I'll meet you on the platform. And I ran to the platform with my tea and ran to the other end. You should have got him a that tea as so well. Scared. And then you probably would have been even. Make it make sense, girl. <laughs> this was my dumb bitch moment, and I still look back on it to this day. And I'm like, how embarrassing! How can I think he grabbed me for a tea? Like, not even a car, not even a nice lunch, a tea, not tea, a taxi. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, like get in the taxi. Yeah, that that means that I'll get the bid. <laughs> I'm actually dumb. I was so nervous. I remember panicking. Anyway, did, did he get me. the bid in the end? By the way, no, he didn't. Oh, should have should have bought you too loud. In it. Yeah, embarrassing. But at least I know I'm um I'm ethical or whatever the word is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Proper scared me though. Um, shall we jump into our dilemmas? Yes, so we've got a dilemma. Someone said, Hi girls, not a dilemma yet, but how do you know it's time to move on? Ooh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is a good question. Um, I've been at my current role for three years. I'm not unhappy, but lately I've been thinking, I could I be happier? Is that enough of a sign to test whether the grass is greener elsewhere? Or do you think that that's a big risk? Risk. Thoughts welcome. <laughs> Thanks. This is a great question. This is something that I battle myself with as well. I think if you're getting to a point in your job where you feel like, the learning that you needed to do here has been done and you've gained all of the information that you needed for your role. If you want to stay in the company, but maybe change your role and they can't accommodate that, then I would start looking elsewhere because at the end of the day, you don't want to plateau at this stage in our careers anyways. I don't know what it's like for someone who's been at the, who's been in the work field for 10 plus years, but I think definitely at this stage, you don't want if you have big ambitions you don't want to plateau you need to be in a space where you're constantly learning or maybe you're given a different responsibility so you can put it on your cv or you're working on a new project that's going to give you a new skill that you can put on your cv but if you're doing the same 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 every day then it's probably time to start looking elsewhere yeah I agree with that that is such a good question like how do you know when enough is enough and like it's time to open the next chapter it can be really scary like I've only been in the workforce two years at my one firm and I'm so comfy like Mm. the thought of moving is actually daunting Um, yeah I guess yeah it's when you're not developing anymore or even do you know what if you're still developing but you're getting itchy feet and you just want a new challenge like you might still be developing and learning new things, but you just want to try something new. I think that's absolutely fine. And I don't think it's too big of a risk. Like what's meant to be is meant to be. If it doesn't work out, then you find a new door to open, a new chapter. You can't stay one place for your whole entire life. Because often if you do, then you're not rewarded the way you should be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so up for trying new challenges. I think that's mad exciting. I'd say get looking. I also think that um, there's been, sorry, I don't think there's been studies <laughs> that show that people that jump from jump more in their careers to different roles 
actually end up earning better because then they have mm. more experiences elsewhere. Um, so I think it's always it's a good risk, definitely. But this is something that I literally have thought about, like, I don't know, like six months ago, I kind of was at a space where I was like, have I got everything that I needed from this role? But then my role changed and then I got given different responsibilities. So mm. it's like, actually, it makes sense to see through. Sometimes you want to see through a project to say, I started something and I finished it. And now they yeah. have this product that I actually did. Um, but also at the same time, going to a new job, I imagine it's difficult. Like, because we've had two new people in my team and I've been onboarding them, I'm realizing how difficult it is to get up to speed with things mm. in a new place. Like, it's so nice to open your laptop in the morning or go to the office, or whatever, and you just know what you're doing. Like, you just get on with it. You don't have to sit around and ask 50 million questions. Like, I hate that about joining a new job. So it's, it is sticky, but I always say try new things for sure. I have nothing to add. Beautifully put. Let us know how you get on, please. Like, that is scary, but also really exciting. Yeah. So swiftly moving on. The other week, I was talking to one of my friends and I was saying now, well, a lot of us don't live at home with our families anymore. Some of us do, some of us don't. But when you do live by yourself, so outside of the family home, are you going to let people like if your mum is passing by, can she just come and knock on the door or or a friend is passing by? Can they come and knock on the door? Or does everyone have to schedule in an appointment before coming to your house? They can't just show up unannounced. So what do you think before you go to our poll? I'd slightly be offended if my mum was in my ends and didn't knock. How rude. Like, okay, <laughs> you literally passed my house and you didn't come say hi. But maybe she... So so do you have an open door policy? For my family. If a, if a friend rocked up at my door without asking, like, you shouldn't be in my area. Do you know what I mean? It would be weird, whereas obviously my whole family live local. Um, I feel like with me, I'm so tight with my family that they can entertain themselves. Right. So I wouldn't need to do anything, whereas a friend needs entertaining. So I'd be a bit like, oh my God, you've ruined my plans. Interesting. Okay. So do you know what? I thought before I moved out, I thought that I would be like, open door policy, like I'm a social butterfly. Anyone come through, all of yeah. this. And now that I live by myself, well, I, I live with my friend, but now that like we live together, no, no one should come and knock on my door if they're <laughs> nearby. No one. <laughs> because it's just like, it's a piece, I've just realized that I'm very like, very protective of this energy that I've created at home. Like, it, and it's a peace of mind thing. And it's like, sometimes I'm not busy but that's exactly what I want to not be. Like, I want to be at home d with the plan of doing nothing or that rarely happens as well anyways. But it's also like, maybe I have, I'm free right now, but I'm going to be busy at 9pm, yeah? So I've got the whole mm -hmm. day, technically I'm free. But in my head, that means I need to clean the house. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to edit this. Like, there, I have actual to-do list. And if someone comes over, now you're interrupting my to-do list. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, if someone's coming over and entertaining themselves, I know my mum would pop in for a quick cup of tea and then be gone. Mm. Whereas, like, if someone's lingering, you're gonna jummy. I just <laughs> every time someone is round, 
their energy is in my energy now and it's not a bad thing like I love having my friends over I love when my family come to stay and stuff but I prepare for that like it's because now it's like your energy is in my space and it's also like I've lost my train of thought but I've just (laughs) re I've jumped back on the train and it's also like I've had several instances where people come over and break stuff and it really annoys me. Oh my god. <laughs> By accident. Like it's not it's not on purpose. Like my parents, for example. From your I friends th- and family are a hazard. Yeah. I don't honestly. But like my dad, for example, that my parents came over to stay for the weekend and my dad put something down and it broke one of my uh, one of my friend's shot glasses, actually, not mine, but one of hers. And it was like, oh my days. And then like there's just been several instances where someone has broken something. So I'm just like I don't even want anyone in my room. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, I think maybe because I haven't moved out, I'm not. I don't know. But yeah, that's a good thing. I didn't even think about that. Like, with all my nieces and nephews, they will break something. They always do. Yeah, and it's completely innocent. Like, it's not mm. like on purpose. And even, like, for example, um, in the shower, yeah, I, after I finish showering, I always get the. I don't know what it's called. You know those things. The window that, wiper. Yeah, the window wiper. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. We to have take one of those. The water. I I knew you would because you're a clean girl. <laughs> <laughs> to take the water droplets off the yeah. glass because otherwise it leaves water stains. But not everyone does that in their own home. So then I'm now I'm getting annoyed because you've showered in my shower and you haven't done that. And now there's going to be water <laughs> droplets. So like people who stay around regular know this already. But like if. Uh, <laughs> just like little things like that start getting yeah, the lamb scale really be lamb scaling in the bathrooms you know it's mad it really does so it's not everyone that can just at any time come over like i don't want it <laughs> well do the people agree what did they say so <laughs> yes people do agree with me they 67 percent said hell no warn me first but 33 percent said sure open door policy I'd be interested to know whether those 33% like me haven't moved out yet. Mm, that would be interesting. Yeah, because I do wonder if people change their minds once they move out and they get that taste of like freedom. And like you say, just being in your own energy and in your own space. Yeah, because as I said, I would have 100% said open door policy. Anyone come around, like mm-hmm. I love people, but I've changed my tune. Yeah, I hear that. Should we look at some of the responses, some of people's reasonings why? Yes. So someone said the confidence to turn up unannounced, especially if you live far away. No, the confidence and the audacity. (laughs) That is weird. Like if someone rocks up to your house, imagine, sorry, imagine doing that. That's actually really weird. Imagine we live very far from each other. Imagine one day I just knock on your door. That's that mad. would be so weird. I'd be like, because you actually, I think it's when you have like an intentional thought to go visit someone and then you don't tell them. Yeah. But even, do you know what? If I was in your area, yeah, like for whatever reason, I would message you like, oh, I'm in your ends. Do you want to like grab a drink or something? I wouldn't come to your house because when people come over, you need to prepare the house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do agree. I wasn't even thinking about it. And I was like, oh, I love you. But yeah, I'd probably be like, I know you'd be like no No. (laughs) I wouldn't even do that this is the thing like I just wouldn't 
Yeah, no, me, if I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't. It's rude. It's not nice. Like, you need to plan these things in advance. Yeah. Um. Someone else said, I'm never in, so good luck to anyone who turns up unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Like, I would feel bad if someone came to my house and I wasn't in. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because you don't know people's schedules, like... Sure, my mum does this. I'm just referring to my mum all episode. She does this with her friends, you know, like she'll be like, she'll be like on the day, but on the day, she'll just be like, oh, shall I pop in today? Shall I pop in and see you? Like on the day. Imagine making plans on the day. So I think, I don't know if this is a generational thing or not, but I remember, for example, when, because I used to live in Brazil. So when me and my mum would go back to visit, she'd be visiting like all her old friends and stuff like that and I remember once we literally turned up to this to, to her friend's house unannounced and he was so chill about it like and his house was super clean like I was like wow that's how you know you're clean if you turn yeah. up unannounced and it's clean and I'm just like and he was so calm like he gave us a tour like he gave us fluid food all of this no wow. you cannot do that to me <laughs> yeah no it's I need to make thing. sure there's milk in the fridge in case you want tea or something like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so true is the milk in the fridge 100% yeah <laughs> someone else said on a weeknight hell no on the weekend is an open house slash free-for-all cap <laughs> this, this, person, not. this is definitely a social butterfly but I said free-for-all mm-mm no yeah. it's definitely not free for all there's certain people i'd be like yeah calm even my sisters and their kids i'd be like um <laughs> it's the kids it's the kids for me it's the kids for me um someone said i'm a social butterfly come over whenever no 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 Mm-mm. um in the same uh vein love a surprise visit they're much more special are they do or- like a cheeky surprise visit or are they just inconvenient? What? That just reminded me. Billy used to drive all the way to Leicester and surprise me. Oh, yes, I remember that. A whole Leicester. Like, what if I had planned? Oh, but then again, he would have known of my plans. But then uh, a surprise visit from a boyfriend, maybe that's okay because you're super comfortable with them. So you can just chill. You can do, like, yeah. if you had a to-do list of cleaning the house, now he's here to help you. Maybe. If you have a good relationship, <laughs> I don't know. He's here to watch. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. He does the cooking. I did the cleaning. It's all good. Um, yeah, boy, that's wild. I can't believe I used to do that. That's so weird. Um, that is true though. Surprise visits are very special. I think if you're like sad, if you have had a shitty week and you've not got any plans, and like maybe a close, close friend or family member knows that, and then they pop in with like some wine and some snacks, that would be really cute. I'd be open to that. Do you know what? I'm thinking if I was going through something and two friends showed up, I think it'd be okay because then there's two people to entertain each other. But if it's one, I think my problem is when there's one, actually it's a lie. No, I don't want it. I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> I was going to say, girl, you strategically thinking about this. <laughs> I, I don't want it. I'm I'm really trying, but I don't Maggie's want it. friends, she said, come in two by two, please. <laughs> <laughs> like Noah's Ark, maybe. <laughs> two by two. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not my portion. I'm not going to lie, guys. Don't rock up to my house. Especially, oh my God, no, actually, you know, that would be worse for me. 
more than one person in my space, I'd be like, Ugh. yeah, no, because mm. now there's extra milk to be used for the tea. <laughs> <laughs> in summary, um, someone said, "Can we talk about when your partner overstays their welcome?" Like, I love you, but I do want my own space at some point. Do you feel this? Oh, well, the only thing I have close to this is when Billy was in Leicester. But yeah. no, I've, I've had needy, so I would never send him away. I'd be like, come, come, stay. But do you not, like, want, like, a minute to yourself? <laughs> I don't think I ever, like, sit there and I'm like, I need a minute to myself. But then sometimes I get a minute to myself and I'm like, wow, I didn't realise I needed that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, because I feel like a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you're so in each other's spaces. Like you're in bed together and you're just doing everything together. Sometimes you just want to sleep alone. No? Yeah. At the moment, because I'm at home, how many nights in a week? Seven. I'm at home five nights a week by myself and then I go to his for two nights. Mm Mm-hmm. So at the moment, yeah, I have my own space and it's good. I think if he was, yeah, I don't know. What is this like? Oh, I'm assuming, yeah, this is like if you have your own place and then this person basically enforces themselves moving in on you. Like they just yeah. start staying more and more and more and then they're there seven days a week and you haven't committed to like moving in together, but you've moved in together. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that it could be that. Yeah, I'm not about that. Like unless we've made the decision to to move in together yeah then yeah I think you need your own personal space like if I was ready to make that step I would have told you do you know what else it's something that I used that I I didn't used to mind this to be honest when I was in a relationship but something I used to think about is like right need to get double the amount of food shopping then because <laughs> why do men eat so much <laughs> bitch food is expensive although sometimes I do eat more than really <laughs> <laughs> There won't be times at uni, yeah. I'd be munching. I'd be like, baby, hungry. He'd be like, no. And I'd be like, fine, I'll just munch by myself then. Fat bitch that I am. <laughs> Do you know what? As well, now if you're in your... Or whoever is staying, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a friend, now you have to cook things that you both like. Mm-hmm. What if sometimes I just... I don't know if you've had the, the concept of girl dinner. Have you had this? No. Okay, so the sometimes you just want to girl dinner. Girl dinner is when you get like random items from your fridge and stuff and just put it together. So it might be like crackers and cheese and that's your dinner. Like it's not an actual meal where it might be like an ice cream or like a cake or something and that's your dinner because you can't be bothered to cook and they call it girl dinner. This is so good. And that is 100 million percent true. Yeah. So like all the time. You can't girl dinner when you're with, when you've got guests. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what? Now that you've said it, it's actually so true. I hate thinking about whatever people, what other people are going to eat. Like, my nephew's here today because my sister's gone out. And I'm like, what am I going to feed him? What does yeah. he want to eat? Yeah. I definitely want to take away. <laughs> no, I have that with... I know, I have the exact same thing when my brother came over to stay with me for a week because he's such a picky eater as well. I'm like, the easy thing to do is feed you, like, chicken nuggets and stuff. <laughs> but now I need to think about your nutrition. So let me get yeah. creative. Like it's it, it. That's what I'm saying. This is why it's not an open door policy. Yeah, I'm with you, girl. Mm-mm. Should we round up with one more each? Yes. Someone said, "What if I don't have any food in, or haven't cleaned, or have cleaned, and you mess it up?" 
Oh, I feel like that's basically what we're talking about. Like that annoys me. Like, what do you mean? I've just wiped down every single inch of my kitchen, and now there's crumbs. Don't that oh. gets me so annoyed? That gets me so annoyed. But they're guests, so like, what can you do? Yeah. And also, I I agree with like you don't have enough food in. Like, you don't want to be a bad host. You need to offer like an apple or something. <laughs> what are your thoughts on turning up to someone's house empty-handed? I mean, I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I was about to say so do I. I'm like, where do I even go? <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like now that we're getting older, is it respectful to rock up to someone's house and stop by the shop and be like, oh, I'm just popping in the shop? Yeah. That's know? quite respectful. Yeah, I, f- I feel like... I feel like I wasn't raised to turn up to people's houses without something. And yet that is the person that I am. <laughs> yeah, at this point in the mum and dad point. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, yeah, Pete Hams. Last one, someone said, cat guests only, no human, please. <laughs> I'm the opposite. Sorry. <laughs> Humans only, no get, no cats, please. <laughs> if the cat's off the street, no thank you. Yeah, boy, I ain't a cat, dog, animal person. Don't bring your pets to my house. Like that's I feel like that's mad disrespectful. I would oh, never bring yeah. one of my pets to your house. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine rocking up to someone's house with your animal. No. Unannounced. No, absolutely not. And you just cleaned the kitchen. <laughs> the friendship is and over. <laughs> you didn't see Maggie's reaction, but she did. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is that's a no-no and on that note let's go into our news story of the week which is also a big fat no no so in this week's news i just gotta gotta find my bearings um the title is it's from the evening standard because you know we're big girls out here dog life you read the evening standard do you not feel yeah you bit? do you do it's <laughs> like sometimes i read the financial times and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> who am i miss financial times okay only the free <laughs> articles though i've not subscribed <laughs> don't even get me started on all that paying for news i know you're brainwashing me and i should pay for it like <laughs> make it make sense it's such a good point <laughs> it doesn't make sense <laughs> anyway so the financial times said don't bank on getting your London waiting if you're miles away from the office. London Minister Paul Scully leads for call leads calls for switch away from working from home. Basically, he said that if you're working in the office, you don't deserve to get if you're not working in the office, you don't deserve to get like that extra London waiting that you get because you're not paying for the commute. And he was like, and if that's the case, then they may, may as well just hire people from other countries to do the job and then London will be dead. Do it then. If you're bad. Do it. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, no, I hate this because, okay, I'm not commuting into the office, but maybe I live in London and I'm paying London rent. Also, furthermore, even if I'm not, even if I'm living in Kent and the rent is not as expensive, you don't know what other things that I have to pay for. Like, maybe I have a therapist or I have kids. (laughs) That's like saying, should you pay parents more than you should pay someone who's childless? No, it's your choice to have a child. Like, if I choose to live in London, and if I choose to not live in London, that should have nothing to do with my wage. I've never thought of it like that. There were two very good points you made there, and I've lost them. But anyway, let me, let me... (laughs) 
<laughs> Let me come in. One of them, I feel you, but I think my beef is with the London waiting. The like people who work in, I think if you need to work, mm, May, it's such a good point. Because the beef is that basically people who are like, um, what do you call people who work in like retail, hospita- hospitality, people mm-hmm. who work in hospitality, mm-hmm. they can't afford to live in London, right? Mm-hmm. So where's their London waiting? Like they need a London, like they can't afford to live where they work, which is wrong. I think that's wrong. I think if you're going to work somewhere, you should be able to afford to live there. I don't think, you, I agree with you. I don't think you have to work there. Mm-hmm. But I think, so I think there's beef there with that. Um, but yeah, I agree. I don't think you should have be made to come into the office 24-7. Like the world is changing. Sorry. Make your offices more bougie. Make them co-working. Mix them up. Like if an office is not being used, why can't that be used as a yoga center for the day or a gym or I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like people need to get more inventive, boy. Honestly, I'm seeing the news lately and it's really like a lot of new news articles that I see are very like against remote working and that a lot of people are pushing back against it. And the thing is, I think it's a great shame people that don't have the option to work from home. But Mm. if you do, why should you take that? It's like you're seeing someone have a great thing and you should we should remove it so they don't have a great thing so we can all be miserable. Like, no, I'm not for that. Just ask for something better on your end. Yeah, no, I agree with you, actually. I thought I disagreed, but I agree. I don't think you should take away London waiting. No, London waiting... Isn't commuting. Yeah, I, I think the they're still paying rent in London, potentially. Or, like, it, you should pay people based on their performance and their knowledge and what they bring to the table at work, not all of these external factors mate i'm so with you how disrespectful so if i live in manchester and I do the same job as someone in london i'm getting paid less because i'm working in manchester yeah that's crazy i do you know what i don't even know what my work do i don't know if they consider i don't think they consider what city you live in i think it's just are you in the uk versus are you in uh, mm. brazil or something i don't think they actually consider what city you're in or whether you commute, or whether you go to the office every day or not. Yeah, that's really interesting. But then I guess if you didn't pay people who worked in London more, then everyone would just go elsewhere anyway. Yeah. But I don't think you'll ever... I don't think capital cities ever will lose their capital city status. Like, even mm. if so many people moved out of London because of, like, COVID and stuff, and after COVID, loads of people moved out of London because they realized they didn't want to live there but London is still a popping place like I don't think I don't think it's this big crisis that's gonna happen if like I think this article's exaggerating I think they're complaining like do your job sorry if people are moving out of London and people aren't commuting into the the city that's not telling there's not an issue with the people there's an issue with your city like reform your offices (laughs) let's reform your social spaces Let's talk about how TfL has been a nightmare this past year. No one can get anywhere because there's so many strikes and the government needs Honestly. to do something about that. No, there's so many things they need to do. I'm not going to lie. I'm not down for working five days a week from home. I think, like, especially for young people who are still learning, I think they need the option to be in the office and for elder people to be there for them to to learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, So I definitely think there needs to be a mix, but I do not think you should force people to be in the office five days a week. It actually takes a toll. Yeah. Like, 
it's exhausting. Life's not about that. I don't want to be spending an hour commuting here, an hour commuting there. Even if I live in London, the commute is an hour. No, 100%. Like, I see my friends who work in the office, like, more more time than me, like, four mm. days a week. And by Wednesday, they're, like, drained. Because you have to be social in the office. So that's one yeah. energy that you don't have to do at home. And the commute is long. And you're waking up extra early because of the commute. And to organize your things the night before. So you have lunch mm-hmm. for the next day, etc. And stuff like that. Like, that is draining. I think, yeah. If they reform their offices. If they provided, like, my sister's company. They provide food. They have a canteen. Um, a barista. Like, cool. If you're doing them things there a gym I'm gonna be in the office like everything I need is in one place but if there's no need or like pull for me to be in the office then I'm not coming into the office yeah people need to companies need to get more creative to bring people into the office you're absolutely right I agree and on that note we'll finish off the episode for a glass door review in which this worker described their workplace as poopy (laughs) shut up I feel like it must be American because <laughs> that ain't an English term, is it? Poopy. No way. No way. No. They said they do not recommend working here. I worked at this place full time. Pros, nothing really good about it. Cons, mean people are everywhere here. Advice to management, sucks it, sucks, suck eggs and some snails. Was this written by a seven year old? I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah, brother, how, they said mean people everywhere here. Yeah, they do sound young. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to leave reviews, let's let's be a bit professional about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get professional now, guys. Don't Come embarrass on. yourselves. <laughs> exactly, because now you look like a child and no one's taking your point seriously. <laughs> Personally, I'm not. No, I hear that, I hear that. Um, but we don't judge here. So please, guys, <laughs> send your stories, dilemmas, experiences, dumb bitches, everything, everything, into grownupsthepodcast at gmail.com or DM us on TikTok or Instagram at grownupsthepodcast. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye.